Hello, hello. I am Ashley Caudill, Senior Instructional Designer at the School of Education and Human Development at the University of Virginia, and welcome to Designed for Online. This episode of Designed for Online is our Ask Ashley segment, where I'll be joined by my colleague, Jenny Corals, who is the Director of Online Initiatives at the School of Education and Human Development at UVA. In the Ask Ashley segment, we're going to answer questions we've received from faculty in hopes that we can help you in your instructional journeys, whether you're new to online teaching or you're a veteran and just want a couple quick tips, or even if you're an aspiring instructional designer. So let me first introduce my colleague, Jenny Corals. Jenny, how are you doing today? Anything new happening in your life? How are things going? Hey, Ashley. I don't know about new, but we had a COVID closure. So my no. kids are home. Oh, no. yes. It's true. Oh, so no. as much as we work with online learning at work all day, it's just different when it's in your home too. And I know a lot of professionals and teachers have been feeling that same thing, but we, we've been pretty lucky since we went back to school that we've been back to school. So this was the first one since we've been back. So I know that I'm lucky. lucky. <laughs> I know. I, I have to tell you, my daughter, she got hand, foot and mouth from my son. And so she's in kindergarten and we got a little taste of virtual learning for the week that she was home. And it's hard. It really is hard. But I also wonder if it's because she's in kindergarten, so she can't read yet very well. So all the instructions, I had to feel like I had to sit next to her and just be like, okay, this is what you have to do. And then she would like go and do her own thing for 10 minutes and be like, what's next? And it was a lot to have to do plus trying to work um, my regular job. So I felt like I was being half kindergarten teacher, half instructional designer. So I feel it. I feel it. And your kids are pretty young, but they can, they can kind of read, right? They, one can definitely read. The other is a emerging reader. So he, uh, he struggled a little bit more with the directions for sure. And then just basic computer skills. So I'm sitting there saying, who taught me how to move a mouse and what to click? And um, my kids are so used to tablets. They're like punching the laptop screen, (laughs) you know, they're like, poke, 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 poke. Um, And I'm like, no, you have to use your mouse. So little things like that too um, have been maybe breaking me a little bit. So I'm super excited to talk to you today. I need an adult in my life. So thank you for being my adult. Of course. I'm always happy to have adult conversations. (laughs) So Speaking of adult conversations, do we have any questions that faculty submitted to us? I picked a special one for today. Um, it it resonated with me because, well, they talk about a new sense of normal and my new sense of normal was shattered <laughs> this week, but theirs Aww. isn't. So let's help them while they're still in the good place. So, okay, here we go. Dear Ashley, it's great to be returning to a quote, new sense of normal this semester, but I can't help but feel that my students are acting a little less motivated than usual. I know we're all dealing with a lot right now, but I wanna make sure I'm doing what I can in the classroom to support my students. What is your advice for how I can motivate learners and get them engaged with my content? Hmm, That is a great question and a very timely conversation because I feel like right now, especially in the pandemic, that people are just tired. And it's really hard to get motivated and engaged. And so what I would tell to this faculty member is 
gives students a sense of control. Because right now, especially right now, and a lot of times in the classroom, students don't feel as if they have control because instructors tell them when assignments are due. They tell them what assignments, what reading, things like that. So being able to give students a sense of control, something as simple as a choice to whatever assignment, what type of assignment do you want to do? Do you want to do a paper? Do you want to do a podcast? Do you want to do a video? Or even giving them choice in regards to what topic do you want to focus on this semester? I had an instructor who kind of came up with five topics that she felt were important for her students to address this semester for this particular assignment. And I was like, why these five topics? And she was like, well, these are just the top five topics and they're the easiest that I think my students will find content for. And I was like, that's great, but why not let them choose something that they're interested in and really dive in deep in the content and be able to learn that. And so she tried that for a semester and she said she got so many great, so much great feedback from her students, as well as some really great submissions and topics that she didn't even think about that ended up being really amazing and really beneficial to other students in the class to learn from. So that would be number one. Number two, change your scenery. If you are always just on Zoom and lecturing to your students, why not bring in a guest speaker and a professional from the field just to get them to talk about some of these topics? And it might just be a different perspective that could, for lack of a better term, spice things up in the classroom or even take them on a virtual field trip. So many times I think people might overlook how beneficial a virtual field trip might be. But if you're talking about, let's say you're talking about some famous architecture or something in the world, why not actually like go and look at them and just go in something simple as like Google Maps and like go on the street view and be able to look around and immerse yourself in that. So instead of just seeing pictures, it can really come to life and be able to um, benefit students in that way. And then I feel like I have so many, but I have a couple more if that's okay, Jenny. Um, another one is I'm for my personal favorite, I am a game person. And so I like to make things as fun as possible and maybe a little positive competition because I am a very competitive person. So try to implement some sort of gamifying elements into your course, something that maybe has points values or who's going to get done first or who's going to, you know, have to take a little bit more time, things like that, or even some sort of badging that they can collect. And I know that I had an instructor who utilized Kahoot in her course that she really enjoyed seeing the students in that friendly competition that comes about. So just some of those fun, nice little activities that don't have to be high stakes assignments, but just something to get them engaged in the content. And then lastly, and I know this might sound really simple, but get to know your students and then give them praise when they've earned it. So if you know, let's say, Jenny, you're a student, so it'd be great to get your perspective on this. But if you worked really hard on a paper and you just, let's say, nailed it and you got an A or something like that on that paper, how nice would it feel as if an instructor personally reached out to you to be like, hey, Jenny, I know you worked really hard in this paper and it shows. And I just really want to say, like, you're doing great. Like, keep up the good work. Like, I feel like that would really motivate me to want to remain being so excited about the class and motivated to do better work. Yeah, no, that would be very heartwarming. I need encouragement. That's a great <laughs> idea. So Jenny, I know I gave a whole list of things. Do you have anything else? How, and I know you're an online student right now. So what could instructors do to help motivate you and engage you in the content? I mean, I think you did a really great job. Um, I love your last suggestion around kudos. That, that's the word I like to use. And 
I don't even think it always has to be around a good assignment. I think when um, students like just generally show improvement or show that motivation and engagement and they get that message from you, that's like, I see you, you know, I see you trying, I see you improving, I see you doing a good job. I think, I think um, those words of praise almost sometimes mean more than, you know, that student who aced that paper, maybe they always ace the papers. They need it too, don't get me wrong, but something about a little extra praise for those folks who are really trying their hardest. I think that's great. And by the way, Canvas has a really cool feature um, that can help you do that in a little more of an automated way, because, you know, we know some of you teach a lot of, a lot of learners and, it can be hard to send an individual message to everyone, but you could pick some parameters um, and send kind of some mass kudos, but they still come across as really personal, um, but it's not a huge time commitment on your part. So I like that tip. And then I think generally, um, I think helping students see the trajectory helps them stay motivated and engaged too. So I think about like pushing a boulder up a mountain. So you know, you have to kind of show the climb. And if you can do that visually or remind students of where they are in that learning process to help kind of keep their energy up. But then like that boulder has to come back down the hill at some point. <laughs> and so why not, you know, point that out too, or give a week off. So often in our online classes, I have seen, uh, especially in the fall, right, where there's no spring break, so there's no, you know, there's a couple days fall break, but if your class doesn't happen to fall around then, then you don't actually get the break. Uh, build in some breaks or just like lighter homework or no homework weeks. That's incredibly recharging to a student. And I think when you do that, you can help kind of jazz them up for when they are doing kind of the bigger thing. So leave some room for some space. I love that suggestion. This uh, past summer, Jenny knows the dean of our school gave us no meeting Fridays for some of the Fridays over the summer. So that way we had time to just kind of work on the projects that we have meetings for. And you just got a day that you weren't on zoom all the time. And it was so like, I don't, I can't even think of the words. It was so beneficial to me <laughs> as a professional mm -hmm. to just not have to be on zoom. And it really made me appreciate those days. And it definitely gave me some motivation, um, when it came to, you know, having to do those projects. Cause I wasn't on zoom all day and didn't have that zoom fatigue that we have all known to love <laughs> and learn about <laughs> since this pandemic. Um, but no, so I, I totally agree about just scheduling in some breaks for some of your students for sure. Cause I think it's hard sometimes it's just, it's a lot to be a student, especially in the middle of the pandemic. So and sometimes teachers might need a little bit of breaks from grading too. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Sometimes I say to teachers, did you really need to give that assignment? Like, what, is, <laughs> what did you get out of it? What did they get out of it? But especially in online learning, I think we feel compelled that they need a reason to show up virtually every week. Mm. And I think we have to back off of that a little bit. So we need to kind of start rethinking what, what that's going to look like in the future. So, hey, thank you, pandemic. Um, let's start having these conversations. Definitely. Well, Jenny, I wanted to thank you for joining me today. And thank you to our faculty member that submitted this question. I think this was a really great question to talk about, especially right now, as we are gearing towards the end of the semester and thinking about our next semester. So thank you to all of our listeners. And I hope to talk to you soon.